Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I'm your host, Martha Reddick, and my pronouns are she and her. Hi, everyone. My name is Brittany Vogel. I have been a nanny for eight years. I love nannying here in the city, and my pronouns are also she and her. Hi, everybody. My name is Casey Coppice. I've been nannying for a few months now, but I've been working with children for a very long time. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Julie Marica. I've been nannying for, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> so long, probably around a decade. Um, but I'm she, I'm she, her, but they, whatever. You can call me it. I'm cool with any pronoun. <laughs> Julie, go by anything. Um, wonderful. Thank you all so much for coming. Today, we are going to be talking about children's TV shows and all the wonderful ups and downs that are involved in children's TV. But we're going to start with the ups. So as I was asking all of uh, my panel guests to come up with their favorite children's TV show, uh, each of them replied that they had two in different categories. So they have the little kids' favorite TV show and then older kids' favorite TV show. So we're going to break it up into two different categories. Uh, and, and I will start. So for little kids, my favorite TV show is Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Mm. Uh, I love Daniel Tiger. So for anyone that doesn't know, Daniel Tiger is... Uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but now. So it's all animated, um, unlike Mr. Rogers, which was uh, in person and puppets. But now it's all animated. Is that on public television? Now? And it's on public television. I've heard of that one before. Oh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood is so good. It sounds so cute. It's very cute, except there's one scary thing about it, and that is that they are tigers, Daniel Tiger. <laughs> um, no, that's not even the scary Spoiler part, guys. Alert. Oh, buckle me. up, because in their living room, they have tiger print curtains. Which is terrifying. <laughs> because tacky. why? Because why would you have your own skin as curtains <laughs> hanging wait, 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 behind wait. you? You're, you're saying that my human skin curtains are not normal? <laughs> 
Brittany, I'm so sorry to oh, tell you this. Oh, no, my life is shattered. <laughs> you might need to make some different oh. decorating choices. Um, other life decisions, yeah, I think, more likely. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> other life decisions. But what I really love about Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood is that... Um, it teaches empathy in a really wonderful way. So the University of Texas did a study on Daniel Tiger's neighborhood, and they talked about um, how if a child watches with their parents and discusses what they learned on Daniel Tiger's neighborhood, it teaches empathy better than any other children's TV show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. All right, Brittany, what's your favorite? So, little kids. For the little kids, I loved a television show called The Backyardigans. Oh, I'm down on Backyardigans. And I love The Backyardigans <laughs> because I'm big on just imagination. And as you can imagine by the title, it takes place in these children's backyard. They come up with Again. big stories <laughs> that they tell, you know, uh, they go on adventures. And I love just kind of the teaching of the imagination. And I think the music is really fun. Too. I do too. It's kind of awesome. Opera, like mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Honestly, there was a moment. I'm an actor as well. There was a moment that I'm like, I wonder if I could put that into a 16 bar cut <laughs> <laughs> for an audition song. Yeah. I love it. I love it. How so, about you? So for me, uh, I so <laughs> my parents were like scared of cable growing up, so <laughs> they didn't get it for me until I was like 16. So I watched Arthur for a very long time. Um, I nothing wrong with my that. My favorite though. like children's TV show, though I, I assumed it was catered to children, was Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> Did anybody else watch that? Yeah. I mean, like, but it also that like kind of spanned a big age area, I would say. But I mean, I knew like I was like 16 or 17 when I was watching it at the time. But like, I knew I, it was something I could relate to with like six year olds. <laughs> so I always just really, I have always been like, I don't know, I've always really enjoyed the comedy of it, which was like Cosmo, the um, male the fairly odd father, I uh-huh. guess, was he was just stupid. And it was very funny to watch for me. Like, the jokes, they they landed. Very lowbrow humor, but they landed. they great. But then, um, and there's, like, the paradox of just how everything going wrong, because the more that you wish for something and want something, the more things would go wrong, which was generally the idea is that Timmy, the main character, would make a wish that would either help himself or help someone else out and something would always go wrong. And basically the idea was is that um, even if you have magic, you shouldn't use it to cater to your own uh, wishes, which I mean, I guess is a life lesson. Some about Ish. magic-ish. I mean, if you... If you like look deeper on the other levels, I suppose. Yes. Right? Yes. You know, like the more you want something or you want it, generally it's just like let things happen as they're supposed to happen. And a cure-all cures nothing. It, that's a great, thing. that's a yeah. much better way of putting it. <laughs> I prefer forcing things. Well. Until they have. Does um, your TV show reflect that? Um, not kind of. I guess so. Uh, my my kid TV show is Yo Gabba Gabba. Yes. It's, yeah, it's a, it's overstimulating, <laughs> which I think is important because kids have too much to focus on, and I have nannied for kids who just can't stay focused on TV, and so Yo Gabba Gabba's got it all. They got bops. The music on that show is prime time, you guys. It really the guest is. Guest stars, amazing. Though I watched one as like research for this. 
because I was not nannying, and I did not sit at home and watch it alone. I sure did. <laughs> and I, it was Rob Deerdeck was the, like, the life lesson. It's always a good moral. And then it was Taking Back Sunday, playing a bop about sharing and taking care of pets. Yes. It's a real good show, y'all. <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> and plus, there's a person of color as the host, and we can all snap for that. You know what I'm saying? DJ Lanthrac. Mm-hmm. Love him. And he's a DJ. That's rad. It's like... Sesame Street, but like real alt and weird. <laughs> yes. And something that I love about Yo Gabba Gabba, not to like stomp on your favorite show, mm-hmm. but is that Yo Gabba Gabba covers things that other TV shows don't. So whereas uh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood talks about like there's a, a song about what to do when you get mad and things like that, big emotions, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba covers things that don't get covered on any other show, like how to give an appropriate high five. It's important, but nobody else covers it. Or that babies don't like you talking all up in their face. Mm-hmm. They literally have a song about it. And it's true, but nobody talks about it. And I think adults also need to know that. <laughs> Babies don't like it when you talk right in their face. <laughs> Everyone go Most home humans don't. and know yeah. that. Let's Most humans don't. But people do it to babies all the time. And they can't tell you no. They can just cry. Um, <laughs> moving on to... Let's do, actually, let's change it up. So now we're going to do our least favorite shows, and then we'll come back with our favorite uh, bigger kid shows. So my least favorite show, and this one was a lot of our mm-hmm. least favorite shows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is Caillou. Ugh. Ugh. Caillou. That, I don't... Ugh. That bald, bald baby. And is that, and like, we, his choice? Is that, like, something he decided? We I mean, don't you know, know he's, like, three. There's no way. They, they never talk it. about it. And on the dress it's just, it's, Yeah, they just don't See, address the See, there was, a, like, an internet bald. campaign that went around that's, like, Caillou's bald because he has cancer. I'm, like, good. I, yeah. I'm glad Whoa. that Caillou has cancer. He's, he's so terrible. whiny. Whoa. Y'all are reacting Whoa. like we're being really mean, but I don't think you've been forced to watch yeah. hours of Caillou because your reaction would not be like that. Yeah, if it, you guys disagree with me, go home tonight and put Caillou on Netflix and then come at me tomorrow morning. It was yeah, one of the shows that, like like I said, my parents didn't get cable until like 16. Yeah. So it was one of those shows I like. I could either watch that or the news. Oh, no. Which news. one? Always yeah. The news, yeah, the news hour the with news. Jim Lehrer, always, 100%. Yeah. The 500 like Club. Amen. <laughs> Enough people talked bad about it that I never watched it, which is why I was offended by that statement. <laughs> I just well, trusted all of my friends' opinions. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I'm good. <laughs> homework tonight. Go home and watch hours right. of it, and then we'll talk. I don't think you'll get through an hour. You'll be done. You're right. You'll You're so like- right. Okay, so Caillou does nothing, and he whines. And so when I had, like... I don't, and I don't. I can't tell you a plot. I can't tell you a plot of an episode because I he don't just know. Does regular he, things, but whines about it. He just talks. Right. And he like, just like, like went down the to to slide and was mad that he went down the slide too fast. Like Caillou, that's the whole point of a slide. And then yeah. a kid roller coaster. Then there's these random cutscenes <laughs> away to his toys that are like puppets. They're like real life puppets. And yeah. They like do like these weird. It's like a cat and a. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember now, but it's so, it's like this weird, like, cutaway scenes that don't have anything to do with Caillou at all. At all. all. And they also don't paint the whole picture. It's like a little bit, and then there's a bunch of white space, 
And I, I feel like it's lazy. <laughs> I feel That's like if you're, if you're not going to invest in your writers, which clearly they don't, um, then invest in artists yeah. to draw you better pictures with put, hair. Put some hair on this baby, please. <laughs> His younger sister has hair. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Your turn. <laughs> All right. So my least favorite kids' television show would be Dora the Explorer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am not about Dora. That is one where I had a nanny family for an hour every single day, if I was lucky, sometimes more. Uh, we would watch Dora, oh. and that's all they wanted to watch, and... Homegirl, be stupid. Okay? Dora's- and she just blinks at the camera. Yeah, I mean, me it's crazy. not a camera. It's and, drawn, but... And you know what? I try to get on board with it. I try to be like, okay, guys, let's answer Dora's question. Let's, let's, you know, she's waiting for your answer. And they, nope, they just sit there and stare at the TV. So you got to be sitting in silence for like 60 seconds waiting for Dora to be like, break. oh, yes, look at this thing that's right next to me. You're right. That's what I'm looking for. It's an insufferable amount of time. I just remember seeing that for the first time. Like, when I did see it for the first time, I could not grasp why she was being silent for so long. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it. It was because she was supposed... Like, the children were supposed to, like, respond back. But, I mean, that's why, like, Blue's Clues has, like, Mm -hmm. the audience. And then, like, they don't make it clear in Dora the Explorer that she's just... It's just, like, a very awkward silence that you're just sitting through. It's like the lack of a, a... Soundtrack on The Office, mm. but not funny <laughs> and well written at all. Very it's uncomfortable. very uncomfortable. It's almost a psychological experience or experiment, though. Like, you, have you ever heard this thing where if you just like you ask somebody a question, they don't answer fully enough, you just wait and they'll keep talking eventually? Oh, I like that <laughs> interpretation. She's like, That's a good interpretation. No, you're gonna tell me what's in the backpack. <laughs> And we're going to sit here and wait until we I all know. got time. <laughs> I got 30 minutes to kill. No commercials. We sitting. I remember watching it with a child, too, once, and he doesn't respond to her at all. He just, like, lets it go, they yet don't. he still loves it. Like, it just, I think oh, he thinks that's how it. people converse. They do. They love it. And I'll be honest, I can get more on board with Diego. Yeah. Diego is her cousin and he uh, rescues animals and things like that. I feel like he's a little bit more tolerable, but I don't know what it is about Dora and her blunt bangs and her <laughs> bowl haircut, but and her I just, she gives me rage, y'all. But I was also mad when Diego came out because I was like, oh, okay. It's a a woman lead, and then you come up with a man, feminist folklore. Like, you come in with a man that has animals involved. Of course kids are going to be more into that. I was so mad. Casey, it's your turn. (laughs) Okay, so um, my least favorite show, I thought about this, Uh but... um, the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Ooh. This is an interesting one because it's, I mean, it's a fun show, but what really bugged me about the show was there's just one very specific thing. And that is Zach, he's like, I think the characters when they first started, it's like one of the f- first season, is Zach is like, how old? Like 10, 11 years old. Yeah, and then there's Maddie, the candy girl, who works behind the counter. 
And the big joke in this whole, uh, between the two of them, is that he's like a little boy hitting on this 16-year-old Yeah, it's girl. uncomfortable. And it's, and it, like, she just sort of takes it and she laughs at it. But it's also, it's just, it's very uncomfortable to watch this little boy and how we're sort of praising and making a joke out of this little boy and the way he interacts with a woman that he's attracted to. Yeah. And it's also kind of creepy at some points, too, because he thinks, he, like, he truly thinks that this girl, this 16-year-old girl has a crush on him and they're going to get married and he wants to kiss her. And there's, there's one episode where he is convinced that she is going, that she has a crush on him and he goes through all these like things, like all the things that women like, like he gets, I mean, he gets like cologne. He like buys her flowers. We does love all that. these things. And <laughs> love that. All of us. Cross I mean, the <laughs> I, mean I, I mean, I suppose I wouldn't mind someone if they bought me flowers, but I yeah. mean, but like, but. but just the whole, like the whole idea behind it of this little boy and how he pursues this woman and the way he calls her sweet thing. He like walks Holy. up to her like, hey, sweet Whoa. thing. And, you know, and she, and I mean, she takes it, but it's also like, that's not. I mean, that's not how you talk to and people. And I, I didn't watch the show, but my understanding, the sweet life, they're they're very wealthy, privileged. Oh young no, boys. actually, they live in a hotel. They just live in a hotel. Their oh, mother okay. is the cabaret singer for the hotel. I she's see. Great. And she is what? It's, no, it's but, uh, but, um, <laughs> sorry. No, I love that show. I was just trying to put it together. No, uh, they're like children of that live in a hotel. The mom sleeps out on a pull-out bed, and they okay. live in a room, and uh, they just get and their into all elevator sorts of goes trouble. directly to their room. Oh, that's so true. then the, the elevator opens up true. in their hotel room. Oh, that's right. I'm like, I how does this work? That. I mean, yeah. that does sound like a cool life. But I mean, it's a sweet, sweet life. life. Yeah. It's a sweet life. It's a pretty sweet life. Yeah, but I under I, I appreciate your criticism. Yeah, that always that just something that always bothered me about it. And uh, Dan Savage also does a great bit about that too. About that. <laughs> it, it reminds nice. me of like we do that though, like for little kids, like like toddlers will be like like smiling at a stranger and they're like he's flirting oh I hate that he's not he's He's working on his social emotional growth right you don't sexualize that's what you should say he's working on his social (laughs) emotional growth that lady's got weird hair he's giggling at that yeah can we be honest (laughs) yeah sexualizing children is not it's not okay it's not let's not do it anymore Table flip. Uh, <laughs> Please, Julie. There's mics on. Um, my right. least favorite, and I stand by this. Uh, I don't know if Martha agrees, but it's the Wiggles. That show is trash. <laughs> the Wiggles are trash. Not only are they annoying, like if I wanted to listen to four men patronize me, I would I'd start responding to everybody on Tinder. You know what I'm saying? Like they're so condescending. They act like you're stupid. They and then do. the lessons they teach you are not. Like like the one I watched as research for this. Um, I he it was cold out. No, no, no. It was really hot out, so his hair grew long. What? And guess what? It, yep. That's not a real thing that happens. So you're just teaching kids that this... Like, he, it was like a medical emergency. His hair grew too long, and they had to change it. And then they're like, what's, what, what's different? Did you change your pants? And he's got, like, hair down to his ankles. And they're like, what's different? But, and they do it for, like, two full minutes of, like, what's different about you? Or, like, we all get it. Like, the kids got... Two-year-olds get this. <laughs> We're fine. And then when it got cold, guess what happened to Bob's hair? 
Did I don't know. Did it grow back in? Did it like, like slink back in? No, they cut him back into normal hair, and then okay. when it was cold out, that's how they could have done from the beginning. That's, I'm glad it didn't like he spaghetti was slurp back into his head. Oh. Yeah, no, he was bald. Maybe oh, that's what's like wrong with Caillou. Caillou. He's just cold. <laughs> Except he more. He, he does live in Canada that's because true. it was hot. It was. It doesn't make sense. It's not supposed. To. I didn't explain this to you for you to get it. I'm just saying. I'm saying this is what I went through, and I was like, this is the moral lesson. They're so condescending. They're so rude, and the points are dumb. Okay, but here's the thing. Don't. It's not a bop. Don't come at me. They got some bops. They, don't they have got bops. some fun music. Aww. I completely agree. The Wiggles. They're super, super dumb. Especially Jeff. Ugh. He's always falling asleep. Freaking Jeff. But he does fall they do have oh. fun songs. I mean, like fruit salad. Don't do it. Yummy, yeah, we. Yummy. I like the toot toot chugga chugga big red yeah. car. So yeah, big red car. I, I, I feel you like I, I don't love the show, but I can stand behind their music. I yeah. gotta, I gotta. Like hard disagree. Do you remember what their voices sound like together? Okay, but <laughs> can I say that I don't like the Wiggles without Emma? I, once they got a woman up in there, it got good. They made her wear a tutu. I'm still not a fan. That's fair. I don't know. <laughs> but I do like Emma. No, so. That's new. I didn't know about it. I haven't watched yeah, with Emma. That's the one that um, my little nanny kid would like to check out from the library is the CD with Emma. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about... <laughs> Let's talk it's endearing. About, it is endearing. Uh, he's cute. Uh, that child. Anyway... Um, Let's talk about our favorite older kids shows. I'm going to start this off with a show that I bet no one in here has heard of. It's called Odd Squad. Has anyone heard of it? Odd Squad? Odd Squad? No. Okay, great. I'm going to tell you about the show, and it's magic, and I'm so happy for all of you that you get to experience it. <laughs> um, it's like X-Files or a Monster of the Week show, but for children. Mm. And they work in this uh, agency, and they're, all their names start with O, which is kind of hokey, but uh, go with it. And the person that is in charge of the whole uh, agency is this tiny little uh, black girl, and she is strict and she demands so much from her agents but she also cares about them and I just and she like chugs juice boxes like it's nobody's business like she'll hold out her hand and then somebody will give her a juice box and it's awesome and they solve problems with science and math uh, and it's it's just a, it's a really good show so it's like a um, supernatural or like different phenomena happen in their town like most monster of the week shows but they solve it with math and science and it's it's just, it's a really good show whenever kids are like can we watch odd squad i say yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so my favorite older kids TV show has to be Phineas and Ferb. Oh my God, yes, Phineas. And I Ferb. feel like Phineas and Ferb is one of those shows that they teach good lessons, but it's also just a fun show to watch. I'm a. Uh, if you guys don't know anything about Phineas and Ferb, it's essentially two brothers. Uh, one speaks in a British accent, and the other one doesn't because <laughs> their parents, the father is a, a Brit and the mom's an American, because uh, that's what happens with children for definitely, sure. Definitely, definitely. Um, but it's really fun. They're on summer break. And the whole shtick of the show is that they say, hey, 
verb. What are we going to do today? Right. And they decide what they're going to do with that day. And I think it's great to just be able to say like, Hey, you just need to wake up each and every morning and say, what am I doing today? And I'm going to go out and get it done. Um, it is kind of silly cause they're, you know, building giant roller coasters or, you know, traveling to Mars or whatever it is. Dream big. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I love the whole, uh, side plot with, there's like a villain in their town because of course there is, mm-hmm. uh, that's what happens in middle America. Um, and, uh, the villain, you know, wants to bring down their town and they have a pet platypus, Harry the platypus, who consistently takes down this villain and saves the town. He's a secret agent. Yeah. He has a cool hat. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Uh, so I really, and once again, I think fun music, I think it's one of those where I'm like, oh, the kid is napping, but this just happens to still be on. Okay. I guess this is what we're watching. I'm not going to turn it off. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I like Phineas That's and Ferb great. too. I love Phineas and Ferb. That was uh, that was good. Um, so my uh, older kid TV show. This one is more from my childhood, I guess. Too is that so Raven? Yes. I, that is so Raven. Oh my yeah. god, that taught me everything. Like that, that taught me everything about being extra. That's all. It was it's important. It shaped me. I would say. Yeah. I. I love. Well, first of all. Raven, the character Raven. So she is a probably like 16-year-old girl. 23. Goes, <laughs> she, In actuality, she's, she's probably yeah, 23. She's like pretty little liar. Um, she uh, has psychic powers where she can sometimes see the future. And she has these two best friends, Eddie and Chelsea. And, um, the, and then her family all know about her psychic powers. And she has a psychic vision. It usually is something that happens at the end of the episode. And the whole thing is her trying to prevent the vision from coming true. And uh, usually it involves some type of like I Love Lucy escapade where she'll like disguise herself as the lunch lady or, Mm -hmm. you know, go undercover and uh, try... Like, she never solves a problem in a simple way. (laughs) It's always some type of like crazy escapade. And for me, I don't know, that show specifically, I don't know, I always kind of think that's kind of what drove me to want to be an actor and comedian in the first place just because it's such fun, lighthearted comedy. It's I think it's such a great way to introduce children to comedy, especially when we have yes. comedy these days. A lot of the time it's super satirical, political, and a lot of the, a lot of comedy is so um, blue. It's so, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's just dirty. And it's you can't not, show it to kids. Yeah, and you can't show it to kids. And well, I think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say something I always loved about Raven, too, is, you know, yeah, she went out of her way to do these kind of silly things, but I think at the end of the day, uh, there was always an underlying message of, like, I can still be true to myself, too. Right. You know what I mean? There was lots of body positivity, I feel, or yeah. like, you know what? I am a nerd, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I, I really appreciated that about that Right, show. and a woman of color in mm-hmm. the lead, which was like, just at... It, I can't think of anyone else that I, like, in my entire life, like, I hope I get to do, like, some type of, like... <laughs> podcast with Raven one day. I'll do it. <laughs> I just, I've always Raven, thought, if you're listening, I know, I'll please, host you on I'm the here. podcast <laughs> and but, invite uh, Casey. She is, she's, she's just got a, her persona and everything has always been about, like, you know, she didn't want to tell anyone about her being a psychic because she thought everyone would think she was a freak, but she has all these people surrounding her that love her and accept her. And it's this crazy cast of people. And in the end, it always turns out being like, yes, I am me and mm-hmm. I get to be myself every single day. Yeah. And she never apologizes for being this, I mean, she is, she's quite extra mm-hmm. and yeah. she never apologizes for it, which is, I mean, something I, I love we and I think celebrate. that we should definitely celebrate that. Yeah. Definitely yeah. celebrate that. 
That's awesome. So Thank Raven. you for sharing. That is so Raven. Um, she came into one of my restaurants I worked at, and it took everything out of me to not say that when she ordered. Like, right when she was like, I'll have the coffee black. And I'm like, that's so rave. Oh, my God. I didn't do it, though, because I'm like, like do you want some coffee? Gymnasty. <laughs> um, my favorite older kid TV show uh, is a new discovery for me. I found out recently. It's called Steven Universe. Yes. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Very pure. It's on Comedy Central, or no, not in Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that one. Um, it's Cartoon Network, uh, but they're like 11 minute episodes. It's just this normal, young, little, kind of dopey boy. And he has a gemstone, too. Like, there's these superheroes in this town. There are these three fierce women superheroes and then there's there's Steven who's just like a dopey little boy learning his powers and like they like try to teach him there're always valuable lessons in it there's always like friendship and empathy and it's it's the most pure thing i've seen I, like i i watch it and i'm like there's nothing wrong with like it's all just innocent messages wonderful themes and Steven's just the ding dang cutest you guys. He is he's very cute. cute. He's, he's very cute. And he's just aloof, which I love an aloof <laughs> <Yeah>. main character. <laughs> Give it to me. It's a show that also it introduces kids in such great ways, like so many life topics. Like for example, Garnet, the character Garnet, mm-hmm. they have the idea of fusion, which is almost a symbolism for sex. It is uh, the idea of two uh, gems become one, and they create this great new, this brand new person. So like one of the main characters, Garnet, or fierce, yeah. Is is uh, mm-hmm. a fusion of two gems, and all the gems are female too. That's there's all female gems. There's no male yeah, gems. They are. So it's just it it's in it sort of sneaks this in this idea of you know of like a sort of a same sex relationship. It also talks about divorce, yeah. sexual assault, so many different ways of doing it, and it does it in this very like simple way that you know you almost wouldn't even realize that that's what they're talking about. Yeah, and talk about good bops. It's oh good my God. They the have soundtrack. such good songs. The Steven, the Steven Universe soundtrack, get it. Make your life better. Yes. And it's pretty. It's a pretty show. It's like a fantasy. Like, it's really, it's just good. And I do think, like, I was going to say, I think what's important about those shows to me with the, with the messages, it's not like beating you. Like, Yo Gabba Gabba beats you over the head. They're like, if you get a pet, take care of it, you dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I like the ones who just, like, oh, yeah, we're going to, brave this like important concept and then just move on past it because it's not a big deal it's something we should just all have innately and then it just teaches you like oh these women can be powerful and you know people can be multi-gendered or like you don't have have to question it it's just there we don't talk about it it doesn't need to be like a big moral it just we 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 nailed it I mean, there's one gem I can think of. There's one that has like six gems and one fusion, and like you know, I love the different opportunities that it takes to just put these ideas out there, put these ideas on the table, and like you know, polyamory and all these other different just new. I hadn't gotten that far in the season yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, spoilers! Sorry. It's good. You're gonna love it. You're gonna cry. All right, so we end each episode with a fun, cute story from a child, but it's not from a child. I mean, it is kind of, but this week I'm telling the story of when I went away for the weekend, like nannies often do, to my own home and enjoyed my time off, and then I came back 
And the children that I had been nannying for for three years had discovered Caillou over the weekend. And I came back and I had to talk to them about how we have to pick shows that everyone likes. (laughs) (laughs) It was awful talk. Important life lesson. But it was an important life lesson. And I think it's an appropriate story for the end of this particular podcast because we all need to pick shows that everyone likes. Okay? Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you all so much. Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.